You can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. That is no country for old men. The young in one another's arms, birds in the trees, those dying generations at their song. The salmon falls, the mackerel crowded seas, fish, flesh, or fowl. Commend all summer long whatever is begotten, born, and dies. Caught in that sensual music all neglect, monuments of aging intellect. Welcome back to the Oscar Watch Podcast. My name is Stephen Buja, and with me as always is... And what you just heard was the William Butler Yeats poem, Sailing to Byzantium, uh, the opening line of which is the movie for this week, No Country for Old Men, the 2007 Best Picture winner directed by Joel and Ethan Cohn. And uh, I got to say, even that poem is great. And Alex, uh, let's just give a little, a little, a little thought, a little conversation about the Cohn brothers in general. I suppose so. Like, where do you like? Have you? How many of them have you seen? Where do they stand in the, in the, the like the the halls of filmmaking, as you see fit? I, I mean, at the, at the very head. I mean, their 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 filmography is is just is astonishing. I mean, what, has there been anyone that's had more more hits and more more masterpieces than them? I don't know. Every single they've hit a, a whole different a whole bunch of genres. They hit every kind of. I mean, most of their films kind of do. Uh, they they have some similar themes. It's always about people kind of getting in over their heads. Uh, but they also manage to to make all, all these different settings, all these beautiful films. Uh, and the only ones I haven't seen are, are probably the most recent ones. I haven't seen Hail Caesar, and I haven't seen Inside well, Davis. And I'm yes, stop yelling. I know I'm going to get to it. I'm <laughs> hey, sorry. I got I got egregious. Uh, I got egregious uh, errors in my. Coen Brothers filmography, so it's fine. I haven't seen Blood Simple. Oh, oh uh, my god! Oh, yeah, yeah. Really, uh, did they? You did, should really just one day sit down and just start from the beginning because Blood really Simple, should. right from the beginning, it's one of those movies. Like, how is this their first film? It's so it's so, it sets the tone for everything to come to. Absolutely. Oh, well, maybe not Crime Wave. <laughs> never, never seen that. Did they do Miller's Crossing too? <laughs> yes. Yep. Have I'm, you not seen Miller's I have Crossing? Not seen Miller's Crossing. Oh, I don't crap, know. I, like, I don't even know how I'm allowed to talk about. No, no country for old men. Uh, I mean, even even their like less known. Barton Fink's amazing. Barton Fink, Barton, Barton Fink's great. Hudsucker Proxy's and great. You have only seen Fargo recently, I, I remember. Yes. Uh, oh. The uh, Facebook was not very happy with me about that, as I recall. Oh yeah, yeah I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I think, I, rightfully, they should be. I mean, that's one of those movies that. Yeah, it's definitely one of those ones that you should have seen a long time ago. That's I mean, that's yeah. like one of those like kind of. I feel like one of, that's that's one of those movies I consider like a perfect film. It, it's one of those yeah. movies that. It's it was and dude like it was it was just so good. I was like, holy crap! This is a, an amazing movie. How did it take me twenty years to see this? It came out in nineteen ninety six. I was like, oh my, oh my god, yeah, Jesus! But Jesus. so uh, I think that was the first one I saw, and then I kind of worked my way backwards from that. Oh no, that's that's wrong. I know it was Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski oh, yeah. was the first one I saw because I, mean, I think that was that when that was ninety eight. We were I was a teenager, and that was that movie that everyone like was going nuts about so that definitely was where i started and then i think i went back to either fargo or blood simple next and i was like holy crap yeah there's there's something special uh, here i just recently rewatched raising arizona and that's another one that's that's hilarious it just uh, i don't know how it holds up so it's still so funny that's that's fantastic uh but you did say they've had a lot of hits they're actually not that 
fine, not that financially successful. In fact, I think No Country for Old Men is, at least in first run theaters, their most successful film. But they do they I you can't you can't peg a genre for a Coen Brothers film. You could when you see a Coen Brothers film, if you don't know it's a Coen Brothers film, like. That's a Coen Brothers movie. Like I, the way the people talk, the way the the plots and how they all weave together. Like it's a Coen Brothers the movie, character. definitely. The, the characters. characters, there's definitely types in every yeah. Definitely everyone. types, but they, and it's they just they do it so like so easily. Like they did, they do No Country for Old Men. Then they follow it up with Burn After Reading, which is a commentary on. <laughs> No Country for Old Men. Then they, uh, then they do Inside Lou and Davis, a musical bi- bio. Oh, uh, don't, don't forget. Uh, oh, yeah, you skipped a few there. Uh, don't forget the, the, the Serious Man too, which oh, is amazing. Shit. I feel like a Serious Man. Yeah, oh, God. which I feel is one of their probably their most. I, I feel like that's the movie that that should have gotten more recognition. Definitely. It's just so. How is it? It's just very Jewish. It's probably the most Jewish film. I mean, it's all about Jewish guilt. That film. Uh, yep. I saw my wife who's like, you don't even understand half of the things that's going on in this movie, but it's like it's all about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm that, starting. That. I'm starting to understand exactly what Jewish guilt means. <laughs> so there's that. All right, cool. we both uh, we were married to the chosen people. Yes, that's how we get in. <laughs> Edging the bets, but uh, so all told, okay, they've had a filmography the last thirty years, one of the most celebrated and. Uh, masterful american filmmakers where does no country sit in Oof, that film of all it's 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 either the very top or close to it it's i i, I would I, ooh, I would fight that's a hard one i, I, <laughs> I love fargo and i i probably would put that at the top but no country is is uh, it's a contender yeah it def- <laughs> although it you know like i said i haven't seen Llewellyn davis so i, I know that people I love that film. So they they really do. Uh, I believe um, Rod, the great late Roger Ebert uh, said, "No country is as as good a movie as the Coen Brothers have ever made, and they made Fargo. And that is a man who sees a lot of movies, and Fargo was his number one movie of the entire decade of the nineteen nineties. So even so, he recognized it as a." masterpiece and of all the films that i've seen of the cone brothers which is not all of them i can't i can't speak definitively this is my i think this is my all-time favorite movie so this conversation i don't think we're gonna have a lot of dissent in it but i do think it, it is such a rich movie with so many themes and layers to it that it's going to be a fun one. So stick around. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to discuss the 2007 Academy Awards and all their glory. There are 79 classic films. This Academy has named Best Picture. Right now, it's time to find out which one is number 80. The nominees for Best Motion Picture are Atonement, Tim Bevan, Eric Fellner, Paul Webster, producers. Juno, Leanne Halfin, Mason Novick, and Russell Smith, producers. Michael Clayton, Sidney Pollack, Jennifer Fox, Carrie Orent, producers. No Country for Old Men, Scott Rudin, Ethan Cohen, and Joel Cohen, producers. There Will Be Blood, Joanne Seller, Paul Thomas Anderson, 
and Daniel Lupi producers. And the Oscar goes to... Welcome back to the podcast. We're talking about No Country for Old Men. And right now we are discussing the 2007 Academy Awards, where No Country picked up four, yes, four Oscars. Best Picture, obviously, we're talking about it. Best Director, Joel and Ethan Cohn, although I think only Joel was able to select it. It's a process with the Academy. Best adapted. Screen- they usually switch. I think that's that's the, they usually switch like who gets what. Like are they, oh, are they, yeah. how does they that, work? They- that's that's maybe it. I know I know they have they have a deal where if they ever win editing, I think I don't think both of them can take it because you have to have only one editor for it. But it's, whatever, which is weird. There isn't a it's single weird. film made now that has one editor, but right. there's always assistant editors and other. Yeah. Uh, best adapted screenplay. Written by Joel and Ethan Cohn, based on the novel No Country for Old Men by Cormac McCarthy, the all-time one of the all-time great American oh. writers. I bet, like I think he may be like one of the people I've read the most books of. I just like really? he's so he's just great. I'll admit I I was not familiar before seeing No Country, and I definitely did a cold deep dive. Oh yeah, with Blood, nope, same Blood here. Meridian and <sighs> lost my mind when I realized how how he does that that kind of you know modern western. So so beautifully and so brutally. Yeah, good. he 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 captures America at its I don't know its worst, <laughs> at, but like at its worst. But like it's, it's still so beautiful. Like oh, it, that's it, the thing. Wicked, it's, 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 it's a great. his prose is unlike anything else. It's it's it's, it, it's a they're beautiful reasons, but about like horrific violence and about yeah. horrible people. Yeah, just, like just it's despicable just, characters. Yeah, just like the character of the judge in. Um, oh yeah! In Blood Meridian, it's yeah. just whole, Blood like, Meridian. like how did you create such a a monster that monster kind of looks like that kind of looks like Sam Elliott? I always pictured kind of like this like gruff Sam yeah. Elliott. It's just it's crazy. And uh, lastly, the film No Country for Old Men also picked up uh, Best Supporting Actor for Har- Javier Bardem, really introducing him to uh, mainstream Western audiences as Anton Sugar Sugar. His, sure. his, his, his name is meant to be something of a sort of mystery, <laughs> a uh, sort of breath you take, a punctuation. Uh, in addition to this, in addition to the ones that won, it also picked up a nomination for Best Cinematography for Roger Deakins, which is insane that it didn't win, except yeah. then you realize what was nominated oh, yeah. that year. You're like, <laughs> right. holy shit. This is the year of like the – like, it's like the Western just like came back in an instant. There Will Be Blood uh, ended up winning Best Cinematography. And like yeah. and, and literally any other, like literally any other year, There will, will, will Be Blood would be the best picture. It just yeah. happens. It goes up against No Country for Old Men the same year. And you're like, holy – you're like, that is – it's it's too much. Uh and also, uh, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Another brilliant and beautiful, very long movie, but uh, still, still a great one. I, I have it on Blu-ray, and sometimes I just pop it in, and it's just like look at it and go, like there's a scene in the scene with the train that the mm. lights passing through. Like this is just such a pretty movie. But uh, uh, so cinematography, best editing. And sound editing and sound mixing as well. They uh, they picked up nominations for, but did not win. Surprisingly, best mm-hmm. editing. You know what best editing went to that year? Born Ultimatum. Yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah. I I don't well, I, I don't get it. 
Not, uh, I didn't see. I didn't see Bronner Ultimatum. I stopped up to the first one actually. Yeah. The, <laughs> the 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 second one was really where that born super shaky cam came out, and I'm I'm still not a fan of it. Like Greengrass does it better than everybody, but I still yeah. like it when I can see what is happening. I have a sense of location and and all these traditional apparently bullshit action uh, filming well, techniques. I, I think the well, I think the problem is that everyone's doing it now. There isn't an action movie now that does that doesn't steal from that. Yeah, even Bond stole from it, which is ironic because which is ironic. I, is yeah, I, Bond. <laughs> Casino Royale did Born better than born and the the newborn movie it it just feels old and silly because it's doing it it really hasn't it doesn't do anything new and you're like well mm. why do i care about this why so it's a bad movie here? don't go see it just don't go see it <laughs> i do i do have to see the other ones i don't i i do i do like my green grass too yeah but um okay but um alex what else was nominated for the, this year for best picture, for best picture, we, uh, what was it up against? We had a couple of really great. We had a couple of weird ones. I, I, let me just get this out of the way. Juno, I still don't really get. I don't really get how Juno got best picture. I, uh, they, I don't know. I think they really liked that it was written by a, a female, a woman, and it, it's a, a, a very funny screenplay. I don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's funny. like it's, yeah, it's a sharp. It it's a sharp movie. I don't. It's a fun. It's, it's a good. It's a good movie. I definitely. Yeah, I definitely it's a good movie. I just don't. I don't. I, I mean, I'm just saying. I don't see it as an Academy pick. Is it, right. Maybe it is that whole I thing we were I, talking like, about. I think it's. I think it's PR. They wanted to draw yeah. an audience and have a like a fun story because you have this former. I think she's a former stripper who now. Yeah, is, Diablo Diablo Cody. Diablo Cody. She, yeah. Who it seems like she's smart. She's funny. She's. Uh, she yeah. seems like she's like a very genuinely talented. It's a great, they, it's a great script. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a really fun script. Definitely, it just doesn't seem like anything that. The Academy usually goes for so it's like where did this kind of come from? What was it? The story was it the you know, story behind the making again that uh, we were talking about last week that yeah. um, that did it? <laughs> I don't I'm know. I'm not sure, but okay. So Juno, um, what else? Yeah, Juno. We had Atonement, which okay. I have not seen. It's it's a fine film. Yeah, uh, actually, I was come to think of this is the last. This is maybe one of the few times I've seen. I saw all the nominees before they were actually nominees uh tell what's fine it has a great single take on this beach in a war yeah. zone which I've which is pre- which pretty cool actually it's pretty cool I, I, which is I, I i actually i met the director and i have a for a like a hannah um junket that i went to oh, yeah, which i do love did. hannah hannah's such, um, hannah's such a great movie what's his name uh, also, joe, 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 joe right yeah and i probably should have seen atonement before seeing it but i know he does love those uh those long shots and yeah. uh the uh, the uh, yeah the the long shot in Hannah that fight scene with Eric Ben yeah, yeah. is better because in Atonement <laughs> it's it's a lot of stuff happening in the background there's not a lot of like things that um, James McAvoy has to do in the in the foreground so it kind of it's kind of just like a boring panning more mm-hmm. more or less but in Hannah it's just like how the <laughs> fuck did they do that that is impressive as hell yeah it's what I I I, I, I talked I had a chance to talk to like the actors in that part and they were all talking they were like, that's pretty much any, all anyone was talking about was how you know it was like Eric Bando was talking about how you know just she would beat the hell out of him basically by the end of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she, um, uh, she she was a uh, really good at fighting with a stick like <laughs> with all the training sequences um, but yeah so they actually she's actually doing all that stuff um, but anyway yes yeah, so atonement I, I that's that's something I want to go back to see uh, what else we got uh, Michael Clayton Michael Clayton uh, uh, another one fine. George Clooney movie. He play he plays mm-hmm. himself. It's a you know it's uh it's one of those disappearing adult dramas 
that like has star power behind it and is uh it's a great little it's kind of a pessimistic take on modern modern world but uh yeah, it's fine tilda swinton got best supporting actress because of it mm-hmm. and anytime tilda swinton gets uh, gets awards i'm happy with it she's a Great talent, but uh, Alex, what is the what is the big other nominee? The big one. I mean, this is like you said, this is the one that would have won any other year. There will be blood, the <sighs> finest Paul Thomas Anderson film. That I, I'm I'm one of those people that uh, I get into fights a lot with people because I'm not a fan <laughs> of some of his work. Um, that's fine. It's like, yeah, very no, divisive. I know. I've gotten a, I've gotten a lot of heated fights with about Magnolia and Punch Drunk Love, but um, there but, will be there will be blood. I don't think I, I think it's inarguable. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, see I think how you it's couldn't. it's up. It's. I really like Magnolia. I really like Magnolia, but I I understand its flaws. But <laughs> right, there will there yeah. will be blood. Is just just holy shit. Yeah. Daniel Day Lewis is amazing. He got his second of three best uh, actor wins for it. Uh, it spawned the whole an actor and realizing that you're going against Daniel Day Lewis. Like, oh, like yeah. oh just god, give just give up. Bro, I'm staying home tonight. What am I? What am I doing? Yeah. I don't think. I don't think. I think he. I. I don't think he's lost. Like I think whenever he gets nominated, he wins. But he doesn't get nominated yeah. all that much because he doesn't do that many movies. Right. That's one every few. Uh, weeks. Yeah. Just. But. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's just a great movie. We got I drink your milkshake out of that, mm-hmm. and it's just this fascinating look opening. at. At the yeah, whole, that twenty-minute scene with no talking. Silent. Who does that? It's, it's brilliant. It's it's so beautiful and stark and so uh it's it's just yeah uh, i love everything about that yeah but yeah. uh, uh one of those characters and he's he's one of those characters too that just is, is instant film icon like there he's one of those you'll never you know there, there's always going to be that character there's, there's one of the iconic most iconic characters in all of cinema yeah i don't uh, think there's any doubt of that he's great he's great but uh it didn't like if if it had come a year before or a year right. later it would, it would it would have won like easily, but <laughs> it came out against No Country for Old Men, and I and uh, I'm gonna say this right now. I'm gonna basically sp- I'm gonna spoil it. I think this is the last best best picture. I think there is n- I can quibble with hmm. every other choice the Academy has made since then, the last huh. nine years or so, eight or nine years. This is the one that they have in the last ten years they have gotten perfectly right like this is mm-hmm. i like nobody is going to say no this didn't this didn't deserve to win it totally did this uh it's might be some juno fans out there you never know yeah uh i think and i think it's honestly the academy has awarded a lot of great films over the course of its uh its lifetime but certainly in terms of 21st century winners if it is not the top if it's not the the best one they have awarded since 2000 then it is probably number two and all i'm saying is that is that's just because i really love return of the king like, i love that movie <laughs> to death <laughs> but no country is a fantastic film so that's uh that's me um but alex uh so we have all these nominees we have no country old man it's a great movie but mm-hmm. holy shit man 2007 i think was the last best year for movies like this but this was insane what yeah. what other movies came out that year? Uh, the big one for me, Children of Men. That I I that was one of those movies. This I had to sit down and and like collect myself after seeing. That's, yeah, I, was, uh, well, uh, was that sorry not to quibble? Was that two thousand six or was that two thousand seven? Was that two thousand seven? Yeah, two thousand seven. Oh, was it? Yeah, release 
January 5th, 2007. Oh, well, either way. Uh, yeah, that's a fantastic movie. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, I mean, come on, that's one of my favorites. Uh, not my favorite, well, I don't know favorites, but my favorite, like, last decade, I'd say it's I up put, there. I put it up there. That's easily, yeah. top, that's easily top five, maybe top three for me. Yeah. It's an amazing movie. Yeah. Uh, what else we have? We had uh, Zodiac. Oh, my God. These are movies yeah, that were not nominated. Let's yeah. Talk about, like, can we, yeah. Can we, <laughs> what? How could, um, what else we had that, that should have been nominated? Well, uh, Halloween. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, no, you got to throw it in there. Got to so throw it in there. You just look down like, what are you? I was like, wait a minute. That, oh, yeah. No, I do not know. No. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to bring up your memories of that. That was a horrible, horrible movie. Yeah. That happened. Yeah. Wasted all of Rob Zombie tricked us all. <laughs> we gave us, like he did. gave us two really great and fun movies. And then just what did he do after that? Uh, man, man, I love I love the Devil's Rejects. That's it's such a great movie. It's, it's movie. like ultimate, like it's a perfect move uh, from uh, Devil's Rejects too. It's like it's a uh, that those two work together so well, um, and all his influence are used so expertly in those. And then he just does Halloween. It's like, what? Like, How did this from the same person? It's garbage. I hate that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's see. We also uh, have uh, what else we got? What else we got? Once. Once. I love yep. Once. Yeah. That's uh, uh, what. I, one of the most romantic movies ever made. Yeah. I would uh, say. One best uh, one best song, Falling Slowly, introduced us to John Carney, who recently did Sing Street, which I hear is just so delightful a movie. And I, I, I can't okay. wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. It, it also did give us a very great moment during the Oscars where uh, they, they uh, I'm forgetting her name, but from once uh, didn't get to, didn't get to say her, uh, Mark, say her, Marquetta Glover? What's, what's her name? I forgot, but they, they, you uh, know, yeah. I think it was John Stewart, was it? Yeah, John, was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah John Stewart brought, brought her back on. After the you know, very very cute moment for a very cute film, so <laughs> it kind of worked perfectly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what else? What else came out that year that you, you uh, appreciated? Let's see here. Uh, I had I have right down here in all caps: hot motherfucking fuzz. Uh, <laughs> the Edgar the Cornetto trilogy is just utterly uh-huh. fantastic, and I I think hot I love I I love action movies, so mm-hmm. the, their send up on that in hot fuzz is just. It's just it's a perfect it's so, it's, it's so great it's one of it's it one works, of it's, it works as an action movie too it it's it works if you don't know the references at all and that's why he's such a fucking brilliant director like uh, edgar wright is 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 a is a treasure he he's he's he another one who's who's speaking of coen brothers he he's made all his films have been great every single one of them yep um he has not made a, a miss and they're all like legendary they're all they're all uh, the most rewatchable films of oh, any director absolutely. and of course Hot Hot fuzz you can watch over and over, and you'll pick you'll pick up things every time. You'll pick up lines. You'll pick up the way the way that the narrative works, the way that the characters are all so incredibly well developed, even though it's just ridiculous stuff sometimes. Oh god! And the shootout. I mean, <laughs> the sh- this, oh my god. This, <laughs> some of that. It's 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 so amazing. Uh, let's yeah. see here. Sunshine. Uh, it's it's mm. it's pretty great. It loses itself in the third act. The Mist. Yeah, Sunshine is a brilliant brilliant film until that third act. Yeah, until it's third a act. really. I saw it in theaters and. Me too. Um, for the first, the, yeah, at the beginning, the, it's it's a it's a really creepy, really amazing movie, and then it turns to like Freddy Krueger, right? Which is, which is it's kind of weird, but and also, but also that soundtrack uh, that's been used in yeah. so many things. It's it became one of those trailer songs like uh, Carmina Burana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the Mist. Oh yeah, and I want to I want to yeah, the Mist is uh, I I uh, I don't know why do people hate that movie? I I, I, I it's the I ending. I know, right? I don't I don't know. I, I do. I, I love, love the ending. I think that is. I do too. This is it's, like I, it's 
it's bleaker than the book, which I don't if you I don't know if you read the uh, the novella. The, I know um, I I know how I haven't read it, but I know that it basically ends with them just sort of wandering off and it's, yeah, it ends you you're reading it and it's a diary he left behind in a, uh, you know like okay. a diner. Um, so it kind of you know him talking about the things he's seen in the mist, and then uh, you know he's going off to find out. The, the way that it ends is way more bleak. I mean, I, I can't think of a more you know good time ending than that. You know, that's, yeah. that's definitely one of those movies that you just yeah. sit back like, well. Yeah. I'm not take, going dancing yeah. tonight, you know. Yeah. Take the take a, take <laughs> all take all the themes of hope that you have in Shawshank, which is written by Stephen, you know, the Stephen King short story yeah. directed by the same guy, yeah. and it's the inverse of that. It's like <laughs> what happens when you give up hope, and it's yeah. so brutal. It's great, but uh, a, a quick list of the other things. Yeah, it's super bad. You got Ratatouille, which if you want if you want to know how you do. Proper criticism of critics, you see Ratatouille. That's just a great yeah. little one scene. I love that. I love that scene. Uh, speaking of westerns, three ten to Yuma. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that's a, that's a pretty great one. Uh, did I uh, American Gangster? I you know I really like that movie. Great and great last yeah. shot. Gone Baby Gone. Simpsons movie Beowulf. Persepolis. It sounds like I'm just rattling off movies. But I'm rattling off really good movies that you should Not see. The Simpsons, or some, the Simpsons movie's great. I will fight oh, you. On, I will fight you on that one. Really? It's the best. I, it's, yeah. the, it's the best. The best thing the Simpsons have done in the last 15 years. That, yeah, that's not saying anything though. That's saying nothing. That's saying nothing. Still, I, thought it was, I, thought, I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. Right. Okay. Okay. I haven't seen it uh-huh. since then, but my memories are very warm and fuzzy about it. And uh, finally, the King of Kong. Which is a, which is a great way. King of Kong is a great way to show how you can manipulate real footage to <laughs> tell whatever story you want. But it's still a great story, yeah. even though it's not really true. Well, I mean, every do- it shows you how every documentary is subjective. It's not, you know, there, there's always a, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, well, that's that's the most blatant one, of oh, course. Oh, so it, blatant. It, yeah. But I mean, but that but that Billy Mitchell, a... he's a character. <laughs> he showed up at Fantastic Fest one year. Oh, he's walking he? around because he, he he lives in Austin, so he was walking oh, okay. around, and I just could not get you know. It's, it's that movie has tainted him for me. I don't know if he's a good guy or not. I didn't want to say anything to him, but I just I found it so amusing to see him walking around the arcade, the Fantastic Arcade. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to, want to try his hot sauce. He has hot sauce. Has hot oh yeah, he does. He yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. That's his whole thing. Yeah. It's his whole thing. Also, uh, oh wait, no, that's it. That's it for the movies. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. I mean, that is a that's a great year. That's but, an amazing year. That's that's stuff that didn't even get nominated. That should have been nominated. Yeah, like, like legitimate stuff, not even just us saying like you know. Right, like like, Zo- like Zodiac is legit. Yeah. a great movie. That's one of Fincher's best films, and this, that's Ooh, David Fincher. I, like I have not seen the director's cut of that, and I've been meaning to because I don't. I don't know. I what, seen have it. you seen it? I know. Okay. I've just seen the theatrical. Because I've I heard have. great things about it, um, so I probably I probably should get on that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I should get on that too. We should just have a David Fincher podcast. We we'll just talk about all his movies. Let's That's just it. do a, just do a. We'll do a Coen Brothers one. We'll do a, a, a Edgar Wright one. Oh we'll yeah. Just do a. There you go. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you can always check out the Directors Club podcast, which they go <laughs> for That's two, nice. they two, two or three hours about a particular dire- director, and it's fantastic. If you got that time, do check oh, it out. <laughs> Late and plug. Woo. Uh, <laughs> but so 2007. Uh, it's just an utterly fantastic year. No Country for Old Men reigns supreme over that. And we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to get into why that may be. I don't know. I had dreams. Well, you got time for them now. Anything interesting? 
There always is to the party concerned. And Tom, I'll be polite. All right, then. Two of them. Both had my father in them. It's peculiar. I'm older now than he ever was by 20 years. So, in a sense, he's the younger man. Anyway, the first one I don't remember too well, but it was about meeting him in town somewhere. He gave me some money. I think I lost it. The second one, it was like we was both back in the older times. And I was a horseback going through the mountains for the night, going through this pass in the mountains. It was cold and there was snow on the ground. And he rode past me and kept on going, never said nothing going by, just rode on past. And he had his blanket wrapped around him, his head down. When he rode past, I seen he was carrying fire and a horn the way people used to do. And I, I could see the horn from the light inside of it, about the color of the moon. And in the dream, I knew that he was going on ahead. He's fixing to make a fire somewhere out there and all that dark and all that cold. And I knew that whenever I got there, he'd be there. And then I woke up. And we turn our attention now to No Country for Old Men. And Alex, I'm just going to ask you a simple question. No Country for Old Men. Great movie or greatest movie? <laughs> greatest. It's, I, it's, yeah, it's um, the only thing I, the only criticism I've heard of the movie that kind of makes sense to me is the ending, but it doesn't make sense because it's a fucking perfect ending. I, <laughs> anyone, anyone who doesn't like the, uh, doesn't like the ending did not understand anything that went into the film whatsoever. I think including this, the name of the freaking movie. Yeah, I do. I think this is, <laughs> I, it's one of the most perfect endings. This is actually one of my things. Yes. This is one of the most perfect endings for me. Yeah. I remember, Watching this movie for two hours, I'm just like, this is great. And then Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones has this great speech about this dream he has where he's, you know, he sees his father and his father is bringing fire. And Tommy Lee Jones, one day he knows he's just going to, he's going to meet him again on the other mm-hmm. side of the mountain. And then he woke up and I'm like, just end right there. Just end right there. And it <laughs> ended right there. And I was like, and I knew that just, uh, just keep going and you're like oh you missed it you could have ended your movie five minutes earlier it would have been a masterpiece and you just kept going you had to explain stuff to us and you ruined it this ruined one doesn't it, it knows doesn't. when the hell it get the cut that's it done and yeah. it's it's perfect it really is uh, not to start with the ending but I mean no, uh, no, it's, I don't it's, even, it's an old movie you... spoilers spoiler alert yeah, yeah. sorry no. but you should have it's, seen it. It's it's not even about it's not about that anyway. It's about the whole journey. It's one of those movies. It's every every scene in this movie is just Build, perfect it, and all yeah, every, perfectly every, together. Every every scene builds on yeah. on itself. And it's uh oh my god. I just so I, what's, like, so like, what's, it a, what's it what's it about, Steve? Um well the uh, plot hold on, uh, your hold mic on. I think is a little close to it. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Uh no the plot involves okay, there are three characters. Neither they never share screen time together. There's Llewellyn Moss, Josh Brolin, guy who finds uh, two million dollars after a drug deal gone bad. He's on the run. The guy who's hunting him, Anton Chigurh, played by Javier Bardem, Academy Award winner, uh, who is a literal force of nature. 
And yeah. finally, the sheriff after them, Ed Tom Bell, played by Tommy Lee Jones, who is the old man in the country that is no longer for him. And it's mm-hmm. uh, it's a game of cat and mouse, of cops and robbers, and uh, one of fate, choice, consequence. It's a, it's a meditation on the American spirit, on violence, greed. Uh, it's uh, It's... Perfect. Like, really, that's all I have to say. It's so good, and it's not over the top. It doesn't beat you. It it doesn't really beat you over the head, like say Birdman did last week. Mm-hmm. This one, it just lets it. It just plays out the scenes. You hear a little bit of the characters' philosophies, but it feels so natural, and uh, just the writing. They the Cone Brothers apparently they just took all the words from McCarthy's novel. And it's like, it's basically word for word. They cut out a few extra scenes, but it's really like, this is the, the easy, the, the best adaptation of a story you may ever get. Cause it's so true to it. And it just, it just rolls off the screen. Every scene is just, it's so, I can't stop saying the word perfect because it really is and I love it so much, and I was so happy when you rolled it because I was like, "Yes, I get an excuse to watch No Country <laughs> right. for I, Old Men I again." I hadn't seen it since theater, so I was like, "One of those things." I mean, I didn't. I, it's one of those things that I was so fulfilled by watching it the first time. I don't know if maybe I just avoided watching it a second because of that. Uh, yeah, but it has been. It's been too long, though. I feel like I, I could watch this again immediately. Uh, yeah, a few can, more times. Yeah, it's it's a tough movie to watch, like say all day. But I could like yeah. I've seen it multiple times now, and I it's one of those films where I've learned something I've gleaned something. There's even a bit of technical bit or, you know, scene here or see like a motif here or there. It's, it's uh, just a brilliant masterclass in uh, filmmaking and just really had, had a, how to compose a shot, how to, how to direct your actors, how to set the scene, how to edit things together. Um, it's, it's, it's just, it's just brilliant. Um, uh, and so one of the one of the big things is um, the character of Anton Sugar, uh, Javier Bardem. I said he is a literal agent of uh, uh, force of nature. The force of nature. Yeah. He's a force of nature. He is the personification of fate in a lot of ways. What do you mm-hmm. uh, like? There are multiple articles written about this. What uh, What are your thoughts on what this character is about? Do you agree with that? Do you have yeah, he's the add. changing. He's he's the changing country. Uh, that that uh, I mean, that he's the, you know the physical personification of that. He he is, um, he's unstoppable. He is he's a uh, terrifying. He's he's everyone. Nobody understands him. Uh, he's like, everything everything that scares everybody. Yet it's inevitable. So he's mm-hmm. he's he's the perfect boogeyman in right. that way. He he's he's just absolutely terrifying because he doesn't make sense yet he does in a way right he has, his own, weird <laughs> he has his own code yeah he has his own code and he's and he and he he makes sense but it's his sense and it does that that sense doesn't make anything yeah and that's why i feel like it's crazy that's why it's just, it's a the, uh he's almost like you know time itself you know moving ever onwards uh that you can't stop can't get away from it'll get you eventually <laughs> it doesn't yeah, matter a, if you don't want it to happen force yeah right 
It doesn't matter if, you know, he doesn't have to do it, but no, he does. He does have to do it. Every, right. Everyone he comes across tells him he, does, he doesn't have to kill them. He's, no, but he does. It's just, it's just the way it is. Right. Um, and, all, all your actions have led to this point. That he, says, right. he says something like that on a number of occasions. And you go, he is, oh, yeah, he's, 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 he's fate. He's, yeah, he's death. He's, he's, everything. he's everything that you're, you're coming to. It's, 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 a, it's why he's such a, such a memorable villain. He's such a so, perfect antagonist. Yeah, he's, a memorable, he's, uh, he's almost he's, – like people call – like a lot of the characters you – know, one of the characters, I think Garrett Dillahunt's characters, calls him evil. And Tommy Lee Jones is like uh, – or no, Woody Harrelson is like, no, he's, he's something else. Like he – I think right. – Sugar not, he is he, yeah. Enjoy he's doing it. No, he has he, to do it. Yeah, he just has to do it. Like it's his like th- this is the thing he does. He's almost he's beyond morality at some point. Right. He's like he's he's guided by the job, but we're never sure like who exactly. Like we kind of get a sense of like who hired him, but it's m- meant to be kind of mysterious. Like he's just this thing that appears yeah. and it disappears like the wind. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, yeah you, there's there is that one point where you think that oh these two guys have hired him when he's when he's hired as an actual hitman when the, the two people show up and he just proceeds to just shoot them yeah, he just executes both of them because he, they're not part of his plan. Right. <laughs> he's just they're moving not, on. The, yeah, they're not part of this fate. They're not part of this yeah. story. Um, not the ultimate. Yeah. 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 Uh, and uh, even the way that he when he's injured and stuff he just he just keeps going he can't be stopped he uh, yeah. he just he doesn't seem to feel pain the way anyone else does he just it's another uh, a tiny setback from right. him achieving like, his ultimate yeah, goal he almost seems like he'd work in a like uh, he he's Michael Myers he's mm-hmm. Freddy he's this un- unstoppable. he's this unstoppable almost supernatural force right that. You that all you can do is run away and hope to avoid for a certain amount of time, but eventually, through yeah, either I, either through him directly or through the circumstances he has helped create, mm. you will meet your end. Because like he spends so long chasing uh, Josh Brolin's character, mm-hmm. but Josh Brolin he gets a he gets killed off screen, which I think is the ballsiest <laughs> thing ever. Yeah. Sorry, spoilers. There are so there are so many remarkable deaths in this movie too, and each one, each one is 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 unique. Each one, each uh, one and yeah, each one is unique, and also it it's a diminishing violence. The first one you see, it's that he strangles the cop, and it's oh God, like yeah. raw and bl- the. Chain, the handcuffs are digging into the guy's neck, and there's blood everywhere. His face, that and face that he makes. That face he makes is terrifying. And then oh. they slowly get less and less till eventually it's just him power washing off a dude's truck, <laughs> or walking out of a house, or walking out of house and, che- and, yeah. and, ch- and checking his shoes. And you're yeah. like yeah. that, and, and that is so it's so brilliant for yeah. the character because uh, the character and for the filmmaking. Yeah. Because yeah, you're, because you don't. By that point, you don't need it. You yeah, know, you don't. You your don't. your mind will make everything worse than what he, they could put on film. You know already what he's capable of. You've seen it. Uh, right. If they just had just nonstop gore throughout the whole film, it would be it would have lessened it. Yeah, it would have less. It would have been glorifying it. You don't. And it's uh, right. what sometimes what you don't show is so much more powerful than what you do show. Right. Uh, a lot of, of I think a lot of people they use the friendo bit. Uh, and they, uh, a lot of people quote the uh, gas station scene with the coin toss about how you know the, the banter with the gas yeah. station, which is which is technically superb and it's a brilliantly written piece of 
of interaction between uh, Sugar and this this gas station agent who has no idea what's what's happening. But what I love what I love about this scene is that a lesser film would have made the man lose and then die so we know exactly what happens with this coin toss. Right. But this movie... That would have been... The, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would have been the movie. That would have been the moment where they want to show you, okay, this guy's a bad guy. You're going to yeah, see now. Yeah, he's a bad guy. He's, <laughs> he's a bad guy. He's like Two-Face. He's just going to flip a coin and yeah, that's yeah. how you live or die. Yeah. And, and then when you lose, you get shot. This one, the guy wins, but you still feel like... Has he? Did he, he lost. Win? Did he win? <laughs> he like, lost in a way. He, he, like he, he won everything, but he lost everything. And and yeah. but you know, well, because what... he he rips him down. He that it's sugar just tears this man down. Yeah. He gets him to to admit to all this stuff. Like when he keeps like saying, "Oh, you you know you you married into the into the store." Like you know, right. just the fact that he he gets him to admit that, like it just gets just makes this complete stranger just tear him down. And let you know, not lets him. He has to. He has no choice. He's completely right. terrified. He doesn't know what's going on. It's it's a it's he yeah. He's been like a he's a victim <laughs> no matter what. Right. He's a victim. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. And you have the, have the coin. It's this coin was uh, made in 1958. It's yeah. been traveling 22 years to get to this moment right now, and yeah. uh, it, it it's brilliant. And for, uh, uh, two things. One, uh, I, I I love his remark. It's it's. Uh, it's it's don't put that in your pocket. It's not just a coin, but it is just a coin right. because it's yeah. because because the power of the coin of fate of the choice is not. It's the like Carla Jean Kelly McDonald says at the very end. Like the coin has no say in any of this. It's all you. You make the mm. choice, and it's really Sugar who's making all the choices in the movie. But also my favorite mm. my favorite bit one of my favorite bits in that scene a scene filled with so many favorite bits. Sugar does not mm-hmm. pay the man. <laughs> He just walks. Out. He doesn't pay for his gas or anything. He just, like, it's like, like some like, it's some like elaborate con to just not god. pay. Just, a, just a, oh god, the, the little shot, the little insert shot of when he when he eats his uh, his nuts and he puts the, the the crinkly plastic that unfurls on on the counter and he takes a second to like look down at this plastic unfurling on crackling i don't know it's just such one of those like weird things like just surreal and he, he this guy is not knowing what's going on and how he got right. into the situation yeah. um but 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 we the audience know what's going on we know that if this if he doesn't call this properly he's going to he's getting he's dying and but we right. haven't but we we yeah. haven't even been exposed to that that series of events how that would happen right. and yeah. yet we still know like oh yeah, yeah. this is this is this is a great companion piece to the Deer Hunter, actually. When you think about the yeah. the randomness of fate in that movie, of, of fate and yeah. violence there, but this was just like amped up to amped up to to eleven, and it's uh, mm. oh my god, and oh, and I you know uh, so two thousand seven. Getting back to that, it was a great year for mm-hmm. they had some great funny movies. You had Hot Fuzz, you had Superbad, you had Knocked Up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would call No Country for Old Men one of the funniest movies of the year. Hmm. There is well, some yeah. amazing black humor. I, I don't know this. if I, yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if I call it the funniest. Yeah, but the funniest, but the Coen Brothers. I mean, the Coen Brothers have made some straight up comedies. I don't know, obviously, a lot of them, but they always have this the darkest humor. Even you know, even Fargo, which is a very funny movie. I mean, it's all really, really it's dark. So dark. All all about it's all about death, and it's all about that kind of. I, I kind of and maybe that's why I like it so much. It's a kind of a that laughing at death way, you know, in a way, right? Um, but yeah, it's 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 funny and terrifying at the same time. It's it's one of those very few movies can uh, can walk that that uh, that rope, yeah, that tightrope. It, it's it's they just do it beautifully. Yeah, no, they, yeah, they yeah. definitely they know how to they make the even like the you know like when he like the 
the guy with the, the chicken uh, farmer that he runs across. That's a funny, that's a horrifically violent off-screen killing that's funny. It, because yeah, it just cuts instantly. He's like, oh, can, take, can you take those chickens off your truck? He's like, huh? And then it cuts to him washing out the chickens. <laughs> You're like, yeah, this guy would just, you know, maybe just got cattle prodded in the head. The, uh, not cattle prodded, but the, um, I forgot what they call it. Thing. Yeah, the uh, air, oxygen tank. Uh, air gun something? I forgot what the, air. yeah, the, uh, which which is another thing that makes him so, so unique, too, is that he uses this completely, uh, uh, you know, it's supposed to be painless, quick, efficient way of killing uh, very much but like he is. For, He's a very but for, but for steer, for cattle, for steer, yeah. And, 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 and you go, well, that's kind of what he thinks of yeah. us. They're just cattle to be slaughtered, right? Really. And there's that great moment where uh, Tommy Jones has that speech too with the uh, with um, uh, Llewellyn's uh, wife, Carla Jean. Carla Jean, where he talks about that, you know, and sometimes steer can get theirs right. too, kind of yeah. <laughs> and, moment. And, and, yeah, and the and the battle between man and steer, even that's not. Yeah. Decided, even that's not, not sure. Decided, yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, I just, and but it, yeah, and that and that um, uh, and that uh, silenced shotgun thing he has. Oh, uh, I think that's. Yeah, can we talk about? Yes, we can. That, uh, it's, it's like the most terrifying sound. It's it's the, that quip that. Oh. Doof, doof. It is the most horrifying sound in a film. Like it's just that, that's, that everything cracking around them and breaking. It's that whole scene is one of the most tense. It, it's it's so unbelievable, te- unbelievably tense, especially because you know by that point what he's going up against. You know that he's that that uh, that sugar is not going to stop. Right. Uh, no matter right, what. Uh, you know, um, are you talking about the shootout scene? Yes. The, yeah. The one, the one great. I mean, he, well, he kills a lot of people. With he kills. Yeah. But shotgun. but like but when he's he's facing down Josh <laughs> Brolin. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, that's uh, when when he's when he's chasing him out the out the window. Um, yeah. oh. God, it's it's such a it's it's such a perfect it's such a it it's so weird and it makes it it for some reason it's it makes it i don't know what about it that that, that makes it so uh just by having a unique weapon like that i mean that seems like a cheesy thing there's been movies like there's a lot of movies where you know you have somebody with a with a spe- specific weapon that's kind of goofy that just you know they'll have like a triple barrel shotgun and just to make a guy look cool or something like that, but you know and and it shouldn't work that he's using like a <laughs> really silly silent shotgun and like a this this you know this oxygen canister that shouldn't work that shouldn't be as terrifying as it is, but you know with the Coen Brothers it is it just it's it, 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 it builds on the character too that's that's the pro- it all serves the character. He's using the perfect tools for the job, just like he says. You know, he only send, you only use the perfect tool. Right. Um, when he when he gets mad that the uh, the um, his boss sent the uh, the Mexican gang after the money as well. Yeah, it's, you're uh, only supposed to use the one tool. Use it. You know, do it right the first time. He he doesn't have any room except for perfection in his work. <laughs> right, and he's he's very good at it. He comes and he goes and. Uh, I like you know, like I, like I picture him still out like that character. Just he's so he's such a great character that I picture him still wandering the roads of yeah. America, just like offing people for yeah, for thing. for he's, no other reason. Like I, like he feels so real in my mind, even mm-hmm. though he's this like almost supernatural construct of uh, just fate and uh, the march of progress and and mm-hmm. greed and crime in America. But he he just has this power like 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 when they cast javier bardem in um skyfall you were like oh this is gonna be great because anton chigurh is gonna be back and he's mm-hmm. and he was awesome in that movie too mm-hmm. and I, I like i i honestly feel bad for javier bardem because i think he's gonna be yeah. he'll always be remembered yeah, uh, for this rightfully so well, it's, it's an amazing it's role roles, yeah yeah oh my god 
Um, it's up there with the best like best uh, villains easily. Oh, oh I mean. easily, oh. easily. Like him and Hal Nine Thousand, I think are two of my favorite villains of all time. <laughs> I love another them. cold, uncaring uh, killer. Yeah, I got a thing <laughs> for him. Two thousand one is like one of my all time favorites. Uh, I need to, <laughs> I need to make my seven films. You know that would be up there. But um, showing that in seventy millimeter, if they didn't already. I know. The oh, I've seen, so I've seen, so. I've seen it in seventy ah. millimeter with a live orchestra. Oh, oh nice! Man, it's great. But as it turns out. Shigur, he is an agent of fate, but somehow he is also subject to it because at the end he kills one innocent person. He kills he kills Carla Jean. That is, mm. we are. There's a whole foot motif of him not wanting to get blood on his boots, and when he walks out of Carla Jean's house, she checks his boots to make sure they're clean. Carla Jean has been shot, despite her pleas, mm. and it's a great pleas. But at the end, because, I think I think because of this, this is his this is his hmm. sin, so to he's, speak. He's saying that because of that, like uh, he, he's a uh, he's punished. Yeah, he's he, he's punished. He gets he gets into that car accident because I guess even because he's still human. He's still a, he's he may be a manifestation of an idea, a uh, belief, but he's still a manifestation. So he's still subject. I think he's still subject to the rules of the, of the world. And he gets into that car accident. And I was wondering mm-hmm. what, what, uh, what hmm. uh, your thoughts were on that. Did you, yeah, did, yeah. did you like that, that bit or was it too, was it too much? I, I didn't tie it. I, that's an interesting. I didn't tie it directly to, uh, to what came before, but that kind of does, it does make sense. I mean, yeah, it, it, I did feel like that was the, the world pushing back in a way. Um, with the out of out of a uh, out of shot uh, car accident, just just out of nowhere, um, just came and uh, smashed him. While he's trying to drive away from all his uh, his death. Um, I thought it was just trying to like knock him down a couple of pegs, you know, make him. Uh, he can't just keep going at the pace that he is. <laughs> he has to sit back. He has to go into another motel room, heal a little bit, and go on to the next thing. I, that's what I'm feeling. I, I feel like you know there is no stopping him, but there is uh, moments of tranquility where you think, oh, maybe everything's going to be all right after all, and then you realize that no. It's uh he was he was there just coming back. <laughs> You're never gonna get away from him, <laughs> much like our lives. Yep, yeah, he, yeah, he just he, wow. just, he he just walks off to some other some other motel to to heal once again. Like as you right. say, he'll, he'll, you go, can... he'll blow up a car to go into a pharmacy. Which, speaking of funny scenes, I mean, I I thought I always thought that was hilarious that this guy wants to just get some some uh, drugs from a pharmacy and to distract them, he blows up a car. Which right. is like you know, just of course, which, of course, which, he does. what's he gonna do? Yeah. Goes ass nicely, you know? Right. He's but like, you think. Dude must have some money on him somehow. You can easily just go and be like, just I'll take that. But right. no, he has to. He, no. he blows it up, and it's a. Uh, oh, it's like every it's a perfect little, distraction. I mean, don't it's, get a, me wrong. Oh, it's a great. It's a great distraction. <laughs> it's just every little scene. Uh, Shahir Doubt of uh, the Only Movie Podcast brings uh, bring this uh, brings this up a lot. That um, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, who made South Park, uh, have a thing about writing where it's not. This happens and then this happens. It's this mm-hmm. happened and therefore this happens. Mm-hmm. So and every scene builds on every other scene, which is crazy considering the structure of the film itself. It's base. It's essentially three separate movies. None of the main characters share any screen time. The only person to actually interact with all three of the characters, uh, Josh Brolin, Timely Jones, uh, Javier Bardem, is Kelly McDonald, the wife. The Really, the only major female character in the movie, but it's a movie called No Country for Old Men, so you're you're signing up right. for a, a very masculine film, right? Well, it's Cormac McCarthy. McCarthy doesn't, you know, it's all about hard men in rough times. That's yeah. uh, it's Cormac McCarthy's a uh, yes, the hardest of uh, men in tough to like, yeah. Uh, 
badass. Oh, he writes. I mean, he writes. Yeah, he writes. I mean, he he knows. He's one of those few people that writes like a like a like a hard. You know, what I mean, like a, like a, like a like a badass. He he knows what you know. He knows that it's not about what people say that makes them bad. It's what they don't say. It's about right. these silent. It's what they do. It's what they do exactly. It's 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 like one of those things in life, you know. You never worry. You don't have to worry about the guy who's running his mouth. He's usually just, you know, he's if he's, you know, it's the one that, that that's standing back, that's being quiet. <laughs> that's the guy that you <laughs> yeah. have to watch out for. He's not. He's thinking bad things, and that's what all of the characters and all of his books and all of the adaptations are like. They're all just 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 the the you know they they've been through it and they they uh they are not ones to trifle with. Even Llewellyn Davis, who's uh. I'm not sorry. I just said Llewellyn Davis. Yeah. Llewellyn Moss. <laughs> oh my God! Another Llewellyn. Uh, uh, he, even he, he. I mean, he's a, he's a, in any other movie, he would be the you know the badass. He's a pretty badass character. Yeah, he, and... he would be the. I don't know if he'd be the villain. He could be. A, he could be a good villain in another film. You know what I mean? But here he's just a poor sucker who just he should he showed a little bit too much empathy. Right. Yeah, have. That, that, and that, and that's that's what gets him killed. Not stealing the yeah. money doesn't get him killed. No, they, like they may have been they, fine. They, they, he well, he wouldn't have been fine. Be, he would have gotten. They would have gone after him anyway. Like eventually, of the money. But they, they, yeah, well, I mean, but the, but, the, the, but, the, the it, but it was it was going it was going back and helping right. helping that's this man. That right. like that, he, like, he went like, back to that's... to give a guy water who was uh, uh in the during. Well, the whole uh, we didn't talk about the whole you know the whole beginning of, uh, is oh, where yeah, he but... ends up uh walking upon a, a drug deal gun horribly horribly bad horribly with uh, bad. just uh, hundreds of bullets uh, bullet casings and the uh, dead bodies and the uh, dead dogs and cars. Um, just everywhere, yeah. and uh, and he takes the money and then uh, uh, decides to go back because there's one guy that's still alive. And yeah, he, uh, he, a little he, bit yeah. of yeah, he was asking us agua agua, so he brings back a you know a gallon of water to give to this poor guy who's dying of thirst, and uh, and pays for it because that's yeah. when the guys are back there. Yeah, and he he doesn't even the guy's already the guy's dead by the time he gets there, so he de- he doesn't even get to yeah get to do it, and he like damns himself. He gets he gets shot because of it. He it's yep. uh, it's uh, he. It's you know it's I think with a lot of McCarthy novels there's the character who tries to do good but the world beats him down because of it. He's like right. no, yeah. There's no good here. There's just <laughs> self interest, and you should you could you eventually you may have found the tracker and you could have gotten rid of it, but you've really screwed yourself. You accelerated the timeline on things right. substantially. <laughs> And, and this, this is a this is a theme from a lot. Of, this is a theme for a lot of Coen Brothers movies, especially with the money. It's like uh, it's, don't touch other people's money is a very big theme in a lot of Coen Brothers movies. You should never. If there's one thing you should learn from the Coen Brothers, if you come across a million dollars, you leave it the hell alone. You don't touch it. You don't bring it home. You don't. You know. Don't yeah. think it's a gift. You're gonna right. pay for it one and way or the other. Don't even bury it, or else you end up in a wood shop. No. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Wait, oh, I had a night. I had a thought. What was I thinking? I was like, oh yeah. Uh, he even, but uh, his uh, his reaction when he comes across the money is perfect. Mm-hmm. He just goes, oh yeah, yep. Like he know, <laughs> he knows he's making a mistake. Yeah, but it's too, even but he, it's two million dollars. He has yeah. so many great little lines. It's it's all he all talks in like yups and all right, and <laughs> that's all his lines in the beginning as oh, he's yeah. you know contemplating all these. And he even says it too. He's like, you know, I'm I'm about to do something really dumb. He knows what he's doing is, right. is, a, is stupid, yeah. but he has to. He's compelled, just as much as uh, Sugar is, to to do what he has to do. He 
right, to, to, right to, su- to survive, to, to hold back against fate. <laughs> I, right. I, I love his lines, like, yeah, I'm fixing to do something, uh, do something dumb. So if I don't come back, tell, <laughs> you know, t- uh, tell, tell my mother. He's like, Llewellyn, your mother's been dead five years. Yeah, well, I reckon I'll tell her myself. <laughs> like, just this, these little like self-deprecating bits, one. bits of humor. It's uh, it's just it's where'd you get fantastic. where'd you get the gun? The get in place. <laughs> yeah, which apparently is a it's a southern colloquialism of some of some kind. Yeah, I'm not entirely yeah, familiar. Yeah. With. Yeah. But really, hmm. uh, but really, yeah, it's, but it's, really it's it's Ed, it's Tommy Lee Jones. It's Ed Tom Bell who is the yeah. uh, the star. Uh, uh, well, he's certainly the the most relatable. He's the one who's not in really any trouble. He's like he follows behind all the action, and he's like he's a very good, very good sheriff. He actually knows his huh? stuff, which I which I appreciate. They could have made easily made him a bumbling yeah. oh, doof yeah, who's like who's, oh, who's yeah. always one step behind. But he's like oh. he's one step behind because he wants to be because there is a uh, dervish. There's a storm coming that. Mm-hmm. He cannot compete with uh, his opening monologue about that kid who shot who shot his girlfriend because he's been fixing yeah. to kill kill somebody for a long time and if yeah. it hadn't been her it would have been somebody else it was just like that lay that lays it out and he oh, Tommy Lee Jones has such a, a wonderful voice that he, he yeah. like like you're like oh I'm about I'm, I'm in for some shit right now and then you, you and then that the, you can feel the years on it you know when he yeah. talks you could feel like this guy's seen and everything and that's yeah like I, I, I do enjoy that he's not some dumb uh, hick sheriff right. or like when he comes they come across the the, the massacre he, he he doesn't bat an eye he's just like well we got some you know these dumb these shells this guy had a shotgun this and that he just right. kind of takes it matter of factly he doesn't right. like it he doesn't he doesn't appreciate what the world's become. But at the same time, he still recognizes it for what it is. He's not—he's not ignoring uh, that you know that violence doesn't exist or that it hasn't come to his his little hamlet. You know, right? He—he uh, he just doesn't—he doesn't like it. He doesn't—he doesn't—he right. doesn't, he doesn't he like where it's Yeah, he—he he can't. He doesn't under—he doesn't understand it. He understand like, it. You know, yeah. he, he's not—he's not a part of it. He's—you know—time passes by everyone. Time will pass by the Trump supporters, for instance, and. But the but you know like that's that's just that's the way of the world and unfortunately the way of the way of this particular segment of the world is symbolized by Anton Sugar, who is just the this force that just comes uh, comes a knocking and leaves literally no survivors in his wake. It's uh, none. Well, except for the kid. Except for the kid. That was the except- one innocent, I guess. Yeah, well, no, that's not true. He's he's had he's had. Uh, oh, yeah, you know, oh yeah, fate, fate, there's been a gas station attendant. There's a couple yeah, the gas station attendants, um, but the majority of people that that run into him are are all the more dead for it. Yeah, including it, uh, Woody Harrelson's uh, brief. Yeah, brief that, that that was such a. Str- I love that character because it's so. You think like, oh, we're bringing in like the badass, cool yeah, guy, yeah, or or, and, the, and, or the hunter kind right. of guy. You know, like this is the character that's going to come in and help him. He's going to they're going to team up and they're going to he's going to show because he knows a little bit about him. He's actually seen him before. He's gonna he's gonna help right. out. Nope, he's just dead and he's, he's immediately. Dead like you're like he, holy he just, shit. As soon as he turns around and sees him on the stairs, he's like, well, that's it. That's he's dead. You know. Oh, and, oh, and, oh and, and and Bartum's little like shit eating grin smile when when he's yeah. behind him. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. Oh, that's he just goes, oh, let's go to your let's go to your room. And then the whole that, that scene, Woody, he's so uncomfortable. It's it, he never really acts like that. He doesn't have that. I don't think I've ever seen him act so. He's so uncomfortable in that scene. He's like he's trying to make peace with that the fact that he's going to die right. and trying to see if there's any way out in a, in a little bit but at the same time he knows and no this is it i yeah. made i fucked up and i'm dead i think and, I, uh, I 
trying to remember, but was he the only one? Did he? Did he beg? Did he, you know, did he say you don't have to do this? Oh yeah, he did. He he tried to he tried to buy him off, but obviously right. Shigeru is not interested in money. Yeah, because he had just seen the uh, the case. He know he knew where the uh, the money was. Right. And, uh, yeah, but it's it, like I know where the I, I I know something better. I know where the money will be. It will be placed mm. at my feet, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 that's so awesome. <laughs> oh, so so, but like ultimately, I think in the end, the money is a, is just a MacGuffin. It's just a way to move the. Yeah, oh yeah, it doesn't matter at all. It doesn't, the, what you like think? it's sugar's like, going to go and buy a nice house and you settle down. You know, it's like it doesn't mean anything. Nope. He doesn't like you said. He doesn't even use it when he goes to the pharmacy. It's not like he's pulling a hundred. The only time he uses it is that when he needs it from that kid, and there's you know the kid right. would have given it off his back too. Uh, right, when but, he needs a shirt, when he needs a shirt for uh, for his broken, horribly compounded, fractured. Uh, it's a bone sticking out of your skin, out. Yeah. Mister. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Which, another great line too. Another bit of humor where the kids are just horrified by the fact that this guy's just talking to them with a bone sticking out of his arm. Right, and but you know he pays him for the shirt that he would have gotten for free anyways. Yeah, but, the, but then what happens? The kids immediately start fighting over the money. Fighting about the money, That's and you're like, yeah. oh, it comes, it comes all back around to yeah. the 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 one of the opening scenes. And um, uh, so Alex, I think we could talk about this movie. All day long. Yeah, I, just, I definitely don't want to. I, I, I scene for scene. Just, yeah, just see, talk about how every scene is amazing. We haven't gotten to a lot of stuff that I feel like right. we could just gush about. I feel like we could keep going for another couple hours. Uh, we absolutely I, should, I, but I definitely think this movie, this show, should be shorter than the movie that we are talking about. Uh, probably, <laughs> probably, unless unless we do decide to do like a like a, a live like watch Commentary. through, which would be great. I think. Oh, 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 watch this! Watch this! This is great! Oh, this is great! Yeah, no, we got, oh, like oh man, that was awesome. Hold on, guys, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Just leave for five minutes. <laughs> But, no, it's like one of those. Movies, I wouldn't want to talk over it. It's too, too perfect. I don't want yeah. to ruin it. You just have, you, you just have to enjoy it. It's uh, yeah, it's, no. it's fantastic. So uh, I, I feel like I don't even have to ask a question. I'm going to ask it anyways. Yeah, don't ask it. We we both are in the we, same place. It, it it won deservedly. So there will be blood. Yeah, we're sorry. There will there will be blood. But this was not your year. It, literally, it, it, it was uh, not. Just try like do do it again. You should have pushed that. Yeah, you should have pushed it back a couple of months or something because. Because No Country for Old Men is one of the best movies of the 21st century, uh, hands down. I think it's 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 definitely it's an incredible movie. It is it's set in 1980, but it is timeless in its themes and it's uh, and it's also it's just it's so beautiful. It's a technically just astoundingly beautiful, gorgeous film that uh, I think when you are of the right age, you should watch. Over and over, because I think you will always learn something new from it, and you'll always be able to appreciate it more. It's uh, as fi- as fine as fine an example of cinema as there has been in a really long time. Definitely, I I agree utterly. Uh, I, it's this is one of the movies that proves why Coen Brothers should always keep making movies till the end yes. of time. Till they, the they, end they... of time, <laughs> please do. They're uh, they're uh, they're a goddamn national treasure. Uh, multiple mm-hmm. Academy Award winning uh, di- writers and directors, and I think th- I think this is their crown jewel. Like this is uh, just an utterly astounding, great American movie, and like and, and and not America in that like America, but like this is kind of like this is the soul of us in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, warts uh, so, and all. Yeah, warts, bloody warts and all. So on that <laughs> note, I guess it is time for us to play a little fate ourselves. Ooh, and we, you got, we roll with that? I don't have yeah. a, I don't have a coin though. 
No, uh, well, I, d- I don't know really how that would work, but we do have the die, and the die will tell. All right, us. we have two two dice. The dice will tell us what what movie is next, which probably will not stack up well against uh, No Country. I do Let not. Me... I do not envy its position. No, I know what's gonna what's gonna come after this. Let's see. We have eighty three. No, wait, that's too high. I'm gonna pull. A, I'm okay. pulling an audible. All right, we've been doing too fine. many eighties. I don't even know what that okay. was. I'm doing. I'm doing something lower. I'm pull- That's the first time I've done that. Uh, thirty-eight. Ooh, okay. The hills are alive oh, wow. with the sound of music. Yes, the nineteen sixty-five best <laughs> picture winner, the sound of music. Yeah, cool. uh, that is wow. That is night one and I have day. Not seen. That is night and day from what we're doing <laughs> yeah. now. Oh my god. Uh, so yeah, this will be our second musical, our first movie from the sixties. Ooh, yeah. Probably uh, after Broadway Melody. After Broadway Melody. Does that even count as a musical? That's a proto-musical. This, oh, is, like no. the, this is like the legit musical. Oh. Uh, so, mm. yes, that would be that should be fun. Uh, cool. Certainly, like I said, a 180 from what we've done right now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Oscar Watch. If you like what you have heard, or if you don't like what you've heard, you should follow us anyways. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Oscar Watch Pod, or you can write to us a strongly worded email at oscarwatchpodcast at gmail.com we appreciate all your feedback like and be sure to rate us on itunes it really does help for people to better find us and alex if people want to get in touch with you where can they find your life and works you can uh you can tweet at me at uh, alex alex Riviella. pretty simple oh. or uh just just check my website alexreviello.com Okay, that's fantastic. All right, and we are heading to the uh, green hills of Austria. Is it Austria? What of them? Yes, it's somewhere Nazi-filled something. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. We're visiting the Nazis next week. Sound of Music coming at you on Oscar Watts. Until then, we'll see you at the movies. Old man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you. Oh man, look at my life, I'm a lot like you.